0: Hey guys, I'm Jared, and today we're talking about what's new in board gaming as of December 17th, 2021. I'll be covering the latest news, announcements, most played games, hot new Kickstarters and crowdfunded games, and more related to board gaming for the past 2 weeks. At the end, I'll also be sharing what's going on behind the scenes with my YouTube channel, Meeple Mentor. So stick around, we've got a lot to cover. To make sure that you don't miss my news updates, new video tutorials, and our podcast episodes, be sure to subscribe on YouTube and your preferred streaming platform. On Game Found, check out the second edition redesign of The Palaces of Carrara from Kramer and Kiesling. Erect stunning buildings with the world-renowned marble made in Tuscany. This classic euro is for 2 to 4 players and plays in 90 minutes, and this edition adds a new expert variant expansion. It's going for 75 euros. Also just funded on GameFound is Ancient Blood The Order of Vampire Hunters, for 1 to 4 players. It has a full campaign, but can be played as standalone games. The campaign offers over 20 hours of gameplay, with every choice on your path impacting the game world. Fight enemies with your fellow hunters using combo attacks, and gain skills with help from locals. Collect all the clues to lead you to the master of each vampire's clan on Kickstarter until January 1st is a reprint of the 18xx classic 1889 History of Shikoku Railways. Shikoku 1889 is set in Japan, where players are entrepreneurs starting and operating railway corporations to build Shikoku's railway network to become the most wealthy businessman. The game has often been cited as the best introduction to 18xx games due to its short playtime and simplicity to teach. You can pledge for premium card sleeves for from Paladin on their Kickstarter campaign right now, until about 6 PM Eastern today. They're offering all different levels of backing for various numbers of sleeve packs, as well as upgraded token resources. Their sleeves are 90 microns thick. While not necessarily a board game, you can find a Kickstarter campaign for an amazing board game table called The Kingmaker. It's an all-in-one gaming and dining table that has a removable top layer and inner layer with a player mat, LED lighting, USB chargers, cup holders, and more. It's funding fast, so if you're looking to upgrade your game room, this is the table to do it. Fans of noir films will love The Big Shuffle, a film noir card game on Kickstarter that tries to replicate the look and feel of noir films. It's a competitive, agenda-based 2-4 player game that plays in 30 minutes. The cards set the scene, and you must gain informants, loot, and play the right action cards to gain influence. For a fun abstract game for 2 players, check out Canossa on Kickstarter. Play as Sirens trying to capture shipwrecked sailors. Capture 4 sailors to win. Use custom wood pieces and rings to move around the grid, trying to capture the sailors. It plays in 20 minutes. Funded in 10 minutes, check out the 1-4 to four player fantasy quest game The Call of Killforth. A session is 45 minutes per player, and lets players be one of 8 different hero races and one of 8 different classes. Lots of location and encounter cards, reward cards, skill cards, nightfall cards, and more. Over 150 wooden tokens, a velvet loot bag, and so much more content. Go check it out. Lastly, are you a horror movie fan? How about a board game based on the 1984 Christmas slasher film Silent Night, Deadly Night? In the tabletop game, players must stop Billy from getting to the orphanage and killing Mother Superior. It's for 1 to 4 players and features illustrations of deaths, characters, and scenes from the movie. There's even screenshots taken straight from the film onto the cards. Follow the Kickstarter campaign to see more. In game industry news, Asmodee just signed a contract into a strategic investment with Exploding Kittens, joining the Chernin Group and founders as owners of the company. Asmodee has been distributing Exploding Kittens games in America for years. Asmodee is being sold to the Embracer Group, a video game company known for its development studios like THQ Nordic, Saber Interactive, and Deep Silver. The sale is for 2.75 billion euros. We might end up seeing more video games getting tabletop adaptations, and vice versa. Asmodee and Days of Wonder have raised over $184,000 for the Breast Cancer Foundation through their Play Pink initiative. The money was raised through sales of their limited edition pink train and station set for ticket to ride. Publisher Greater Than Games has been purchased by Flat River Group. GTG had made games like Spirit Islands, Sentinels of the Multiverse, and more. According to their website, everyone is staying on with the acquisition. Alexander Pfister's excellent game Maracaibo is getting a digital app. Now you'll be able to play on Android or iOS platforms, including being able to progress through. The legacy Campaign. There's a solo mode where you can play against AI opponents with up to 5 difficulty levels. It's coming December 20th. The classic deduction party game Werewolf is now going to see a movie adaptation courtesy of the French film company Radar Films. It's being called The Werewolves of Miller's Hollow, and will follow the game's story of a small village haunted by werewolves. The teased Jurassic Park Legacy game from a few months ago has now been announced, which will come to Kickstarter for funding in March next year. It's called Jurassic World Legacy of Isla Nublar and will cost $120. The game takes players through storylines found in all 5 Jurassic movies. Transform the island over 12 campaign sessions into a paradise theme park of your own creation. Each game session lasts about two hours the Disney Villainous game is getting new villains. Pixar characters are being added to the game for the first time in the expansion titled Bigger and Badder. Syndrome from The Incredibles and Lotso Huggin' Bear from Toy Story 3 are included. It's also coming in March. Asmodee will be releasing Shinkansen Zero-K from Ludonova next year. Players try to construct a high-speed railway between Tokaido and Shinkansen for the Olympics. Cards determine the actions, but timing will be in Important for strategic advantage. Also coming next year is the Reiner Knizia deck-building game, The Siege of Rundar. It's a co-op where players are dwarves defending the walls of Rundar. Keep your treasure safe from orcs, goblins, and trolls. It's for one to four players and plays in an hour to hour and a half. It will retail for $59.99. Coming in January will be a holiday edition of Patchwork called Patchwork Valentine Edition. In the game, you must piece together a unique box of chocolates instead of a quilt. It will retail for $36.99. A second edition of Lorenzo il Magnifico was just released last week and features the expansions Famigo del Renamisminto and La Cangira de Pazzi. It's for 2-5 players and retails for $99.99. Carcassonne and the newest Big Box Edition just came out which has new artwork and style to it. It's the same contents as the 2017 Big Box 6, but has all new art on the box and every tile. It'll be known as the 3rd Edition and includes a rulebook that's been redesigned to be more clear with more detailed tiles. The Bluffing game Masquerade is getting a new edition in January from Asmodee. It includes a mix of core game characters and expansion characters with all new artwork. It's for 4 to 12 players, and plays in 20 minutes. Expected to retail for $24.99. The Hospital Management Game Clinic is coming to retail. The Deluxe Edition was only previously available to Kickstarter backers, but now comes to stores March 9th. Each player builds the best hospital they can, hiring doctors, nurses, maintenance, and adding new rooms and floors to their building. It has upgraded components, custom wooden pieces, and 4 mini expansions inside. It will retail for $79.95. From AEG, a new Essential Edition of Mystic Veil is coming in March next year. It's the game that introduced card crafting, with special card sleeves to combo cards together. The Essential Edition includes its first 3 expansions, Veil of Magic, Veil of the Wild, and Mana Storm. It will retail for $89.99. Also from AEG, check out the Guild of Merchant Explorers, their newest exploration game coming out June 2022. The Queen has summoned adventurers to explore Tigom and its lost cities. Discover and establish trade routes through the various terrain features like seas, mountains, deserts, and grasslands. It's for 1 to 4 players ages 14 and up and plays in 45 minutes. Expected retail is $49.99. An expansion to Paris, La Cite de la Lumiere is coming in the first quarter, called Paris Eiffel. It adds 8 new action postcards, which create more variability to the original game. It's for 2 players ages 8 and up, and plays in 20-30 to minutes. A new miniatures expansion to the Unmatched Game series is coming December 29th. From Restoration Games, it's called Unmatched Battle of Legends Volume 2 and introduces four heroes to the game Achilles, Yanenga, Sun Wakong, and Bloody Mary. The battle map is the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, which adds new rules for different elevations. It will retail for $39.99. The DC deck building game is getting an expansion that adds two Crisis packs to any of the base games. It's called Crisis Collection 1 from Cryptozoic Entertainment and adds new cards, events, and ways to upgrade supervillains from before into impossible mode supervillains. It also adds six new oversized superheroes in each expansion. Expected to retail for $39.99 in the first quarter. Monsters and Meeples was announced from AEG for release on April 1st. It's a bag-building game where players defend the city of Rowan from a horde of invading monsters. Recruit warriors, clerics, knights, and mages to fight them. Score the most points through defeating monsters and completing quests. It's expected to retail for $59.99. Fantasy Flight Games has 4 new starter decks coming in the spring for The Lord of the Rings, the card game. There's the Defenders of Gondor, the Dwarves of Durin, the Elves of Lorien, and the Riders of Rohan. Each will retail for $21.99. A new skiing board game from Pandasaurus Games was announced for release April 13th. It's called Skull Canyon Ski Fest, and features set collection, worker placement, and track movement. Players compete for points and fame on the slopes for easy, advanced, and expert runs. Play sets of cards to do a run, visit cabins to recharge, and get more cards for more powerful actions. It's for 2-4 to players and plays in under an hour. Expected to retail for $39.95. Japanime Games has a new set collection game coming this February called Momiji. Fulfill objectives by collecting leaves from the Imperial Garden. Collect cards, play them, and activate objective tokens. It's for 1 to 4 players and plays in 30 minutes. Will retail for $24.95. Tidal Blades will be getting its Part 2 through a Kickstarter coming in February. Title Blades 2 Rise of the Unfolders is a co-op sequel that takes place after the tournament and the first game. The Title Blade heroes must now go through the frozen time space of the fold to rescue their companions inside and uncover the mystery within. This will be a 21-scenario campaign to play through, with players able to increase stats and gain items and cards throughout. Greater Than Games has announced a tile placement game called The Cube Area 51 coming in January. Players are department heads at Area 51 and are trying to rebuild the base so the spacecraft can be put together and rebuilt. Whoever controls the cube wins. It's a 45 minute game that retails for $19.95. As for the Meeple Mentor YouTube channel, things certainly are moving along. I've recorded and completed tutorials for Carcassonne, Nidavellir, and The Goonies Escape with One-Eyed Willie's Rich Stuff. So far, Nidavellir has been released, but the others are next. I'm also recording a tutorial for Cuphead Fast Rolling Dice Game from The Op. If I can, I'd like to get that one done and put out next for Christmas season, but we'll see if I get time to record it. Since the last news update, I released two new unboxing videos, one for The Call, the expansion to Commissioned from Chara Games, and the other is the cyberpunk mind thief game, Into Deep. Into Deep has some great artwork and components, and since opening it I've played it once at 2 players. I really like this one and want to try it again soon at different player counts. It's very cool and thematic. Jay's takeaways video was on the small box card game No Thanks. Take a listen to hear his thoughts on why you should play it. Additionally, our latest podcast episode came out this week, episode 30, where we discussed our top 10 favorite abstract games. It's a cool topic, and one that can be easily debated. How much theme is too much theme when it comes to defining an abstract game exactly? Tune in to hear our thoughts. Jay came over this week to record some more of Jay's Takeaways videos, and now we've banked 8 more. These come out every other Wednesday. There were some mic-popping issues in some of these recordings, which I think was due to a cable connection issue. I tried my best to reduce it as much as possible in editing, but I apologize for some that you may hear. Upcoming in the podcast, we're going to list our top 10 licensed board games based on other intellectual properties and we interviewed Sean Lee the designer of an upcoming Kickstarter game called Citrus. That interview will be out in January. Citrus is a really cool action selection worker placement sci-fi cyberpunk game about ascending to a floating city called Stratus. We also have plans to play it with him on Tabletop Simulator in a week or two. Who knows, maybe we'll live stream it. That's about all for now, so thanks for tuning in to today's news update. I appreciate your support. And remember, teach when you can, but always be learning! See you next time!